This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You hey. are listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And Don't noises forget. like that. Don't forget, before you hit that button, Donna, right. I want people to know our Facebook question is a controversial one. I get it, especially coming out of the election. Fill in the blank. The weather outside this weekend had me feeling like blank. Hmm. <laughs> Grant. I know. I, I like the connection, that, the weird, like the political. That was funny to me. That was, I had my windows down. It was 50 degrees outside. Hmm. Was it? Did it get up to 50? I didn't even know. On Saturday, yes. It was sunny and 50. It was oh my gosh. windows down. It was so nice. And now winter's back. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it snowed again last night. Woo. I was like, well, yesterday, the driveway was totally melted. Totally, totally asphalt. Hmm. And this morning, I must say shampoo. <laughs> oh my God. All, right. All right. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not right. Give me a beat. That's it. There we go. Music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. Hey. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. Okay, well, a couple of things as they pertain to Lady Gaga. First order of business. Her two stolen French bulldogs, Gustav and Koji, have been returned. They are back at home. They were recovered Friday night. That's, That's about 48 great. hours after they were stolen by thieves uh, who ambushed and shot her dog walker in Hollywood. I guess a woman turn, turned the dogs into the police and they were found tied to a pole in an alley miles away from where they were taken um, and as far as the reward goes, Lady Gaga will gladly pay the $500,000 to the person who found them. There's no specifics huh. on how or when the woman will be rewarded. But Gaga is currently in Rome working on a movie. Suspects are still on the loose. The LAPD says they're looking for uh, two black men in their early 20s. One has blonde uh, dreadlocks. One of them ha- was armed with a semi-automatic handgun. Now, this Ryan guy I'm seeing on page six, Ryan Fisher, the gentleman who was shot while trying to, you know, prevent the dogs from being taken. Yeah. Apparently, he is speaking out for the first time. Um, he put a social media post up today saying, four days ago, while a car sped away and blood poured from my gunshot wound, an angel trotted over and laid next to me. 
Oh, I can't read this without crying. Is he, that's the dog yeah. he's talking about? Yeah. yeah, he said, my panicked screams calmed as I looked at her, even though it registered that the blood that was pooling around her tiny body was from me. Mm. Oh, um, gosh. He, uh, her name is Asia. He said, I cradled her as best as I could and thanked her for all the incredible adventures that we had been on together. And I apologize that I couldn't defend her brothers mm. and then resolved that I would try to save them and myself. Um, he goes on to say that he looked back at, at his guardian angel as he was, you know, being taken away. Mm. Uh, he said, um, wow. He, um, just basically was thanking the dogs, which I think is very sweet. Yeah, that is really sweet. Uh, I'm glad to hear that he's on the mend. Oh, that gosh. It seems like he's going to have a recovery. Me too, Steve. Such a horror. I mean, the video is just so terrible. Oh, gosh, poor guy. Yeah, I know. And I believe that Lady Gaga also uh, put out a statement just saying, I continue to love you, Ryan. You risked your life to fight for our family. You're forever a hero. And by the way, it it appears this is just speculation. And I think I've I read some of the speculation, too, that they didn't know it was Lady Gaga's dogs. And I think they panicked when the, you know, media outlets started reporting on it and they were kind of thinking, oh, crap, we're going to get caught. Sure. So who, how'd they get turned? How'd the who? So oh, there was a lady who some more information. Where did she find the dogs? In an alley tied to a pole. Do you think they're? She had anything to legit? do with it? I don't know. The police do. You know, you brought this up last week and said, could this be an inside? Yeah, create. Job? Well, could it create like a copycat situation, where you know if you get the dogs of a big celebrity, you'll get a great reward, and then you can just oh, I found them. They were right here. Right. I'm not suggesting that this woman had anything to do with it. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I initially. It just thought. seems like they just give up the dogs after all that. I mean, I'm glad they. Did. I think they just panicked because of the news, and when they found out it was Lady Gaga's, uh, they were her dogs. Yeah. That's just me. Thinking that. And you're allowed to think Thank that. Thank you. Um, by the way, yeah. while we're talking music-related stuff, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Lady Gaga, she's a musician. Yeah. Um, I tried to watch Billie Eilish's new documentary. Billie Eilish. It's so slow. I was like, mm. come on. Like, it's footage of her and her family, which I think is cool, but there's there's a pacing problem. And it's all old, like, on um, video that looks like it was taken by them. You know, just her family. It just looks oh, like family sure. video on a phone. Yep. Have you watched it, Grant? No. no, I haven't. But I was just thinking, you know, she doesn't seem like very, really upbeat and energetic. So, she like, actually is. Really? Okay. Yes. So I just didn't know how it would be that really, you know. Yeah, she, if you only know her from her music, Grant, yeah. she is a lovely personality and what did we see her was it 60 minutes that she was on um or cbs sunday morning one of those she's Um, fun huh and yeah she's she's just lovely sweet yes okay so her music is her fans definitely not like a picture of her daily life right no No. good to know i think she's a little more well-rounded i think she probably does have that chill kind of 
vibe about her, but she's also, you know, young and and vibrant and very young, creative, yeah. and she's awesome. I just want to see if anybody. Oh well, audience is liking it. Well, that's it, good. The documentary is absolutely amazing. It's everything we wanted. Didn't she say she was going to release some new look and style after this documentary came out? Do you remember us talking about that? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, she said she was going to come out with a whole new look and feel of who she is after this was released. So we'll have to see what that's about. Yeah, I I mean, every review that I'm looking at as we speak is positive. And these are by fans, you know, so it's truly amazing. It's so raw and authentic. You can really see behind the scenes of what people go through because it's not always good. I literally gave it maybe 20 minutes, 15 minutes, so I didn't stick with it. Okay. It's called The World's a Little Blurry. And it is available. Is it Disney Plus? HBO Max. Hey, I subscribe to both. Yeah, I know. You're... And I foot the bill for both, all right? I just want you guys to know I'm not Netflixing. Oh, good. Hey, well, look, I Barnacle. It's Apple, Apple, Apple TV Plus. Oh, another one that I subscribe to. No. Yeah, I need to pull back. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched Apple TV in a minute. Well, you could watch the Billie Eilish documentary and get bored out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going <gonna>, <laughs> to pass. Oh, jeez, oh, Louise. Oh, and there's a heartfelt letter to Billie Eilish from Justin Bieber that will make you cry. I'll go back and watch it, I'll finish it. When it's, we come back, uh, we're going to go for you. Donna thought that the Billie Eilish documentary or whatever was boring. We're going to play a game of yes or BS about peanut butter. Okay. We're going <laughs> to get into some food news. Also, if you're a big mac and cheese fan, you're going to want to hear the new food that is flavored like your favorite dish that is mac and cheese. Uh, I mentioned it out loud in my house this morning, and it was met with, is so we'll see uh, how that all shakes out some food news coming up next on the donna and steve show on my talk hey steve hey donna i'm wearing underwear that is mandated by the company happy to hear it i am too what kind of underwear are you wearing now that we're on the topic okay thank you for asking i'm actually wearing men's underwear they're chill boys i love these i love these they're the bamboo boxer briefs yes they're for men but women love them too and because i'm wearing baggy pants today i'm like oh i feel so cool and soft I know. and somewhat ladylike while wearing men's Whoa. underwear. What a date is. Here's the key. The key is bamboo. And I have to tell you that, fellas, maybe you've done this too. You've tried other underwear. I've tried underwear from other companies that claim to be king when it comes to comfort. Not even close. I'm telling you, these are legitimately the most comfortable pair of underwear that have ever adorned my trunks that are my thighs. They feel good. The waistband doesn't curl over in defeat midway through Mm -hmm. the day it's comfortable from beginning to end you have to try them on once you do you will be a believer more info you can find it at chillboys.com chillboys comfort where it counts donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment streaving streaving we're streaving we're streaming live live Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! I guess. Alrighty, before we play uh, Yes or BS, the peanut butter edition, due to listener request, we will tell you about this. Uh, I, I really love mac and cheese. My goal at some point, Donna, is to make smoked mac and cheese. Oh. Which is mac and cheese on the smoker. And apparently it tastes really yummy. But I made ribs this weekend. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... 
Uh, mac and cheese lovers might like to know that Act 2 is now coming out with a mac and cheese flavored popcorn. <laughs> oh, no, that'll be good. No, it won't. Why? Uh, because <laughs> they have it, it at Popped Corn. If you, you really know, want the good stuff, that's where you got to go. I know. When it comes to flavored popcorn for me, I like kettle corn. And that's it. I know I'm the minority. Everybody else oh gets the, God, the, the tin dill. of stuff, oh. and they're so excited. Mm. Ranch. I was born pizza. This Have you ever way. tried pizza? It's uh, so good. Like a dust, like the dusting on it on it. Like popcorn I, or what? From popped corn in Minnetonka. Oh, they have a pizza flavor. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm do you, the are one. Are you trying anything else? You know, I've tried a couple others. So I've if, tried a couple others. So if you were given the Christmas dish with three different flavors, you'd eat the one third the, and leave the, the other two? The normal one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. I like butter, and I like kettle corn. I like kettle corn a lot. Stevie Boy likes his kettle corn. But when it gets to the other ones, I don't. Well, when it says mac and cheese, it really just means cheese. cheese. <laughs> yeah, they just threw the mac in there because they knew that it would play on us. Who is uh, offering this treat? Act two? Mm. You'd be familiar. Yeah, the popcorn people. You know the popcorn people. Not my popped corn, but Not popcorn. Not corn in Minnetonka. No, act two, like, buy it at your local grocery store. Gotcha. Anyway, that's right. uh, no word exa- on exactly when it's going to hit stores, but all reports, and there are reporters staked out all around the globe, say that it's coming soon. Okay. Thank you for sharing, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Oh, you guys got it. Honestly, seriously, it's my privilege. Now we turn to peanut butter, nut butter, penu boute, shall we? Oops. <laughs> what did it sound <laughs> I don't good know as I slowed was. that down? I was trying to get a different pronunciation. Um, we're going to play Yes or BS, peanut butter edition. Okay? I just want to say microwave. You can say it, and it feels good to say, doesn't it? Yes, it does. If you're just joining us, that means microwave. Uh, it's National Peanut Butter Lovers Day, hence this topic. Grant, could you please bring up some kind of music, however the spirit leads you, okay. for peanut butter, yes or BS. So it's a peanut butter trivia that we're going to do. Five of these we'll get through quick. And I uh, trust that you've chosen the right music for us. <clears throat> With that, I will say a phrase, and then Donna, you will say yes, or you will say yes. Okay. Cue the music. Give me a second. I'm just finding something here. <laughs> I yes. really put him against it, didn't you I, really did. kind of did here, so we're just going to go with... Let's see how Grant interprets peanut butter music. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Love it. That's porno music. Yes, it is. Now that I hear it. Peanuts grow underground. Yes or BS? Um, Peanuts. Yes, they do. That is, yes. Yes, they do. Donna, you are correct. Yeah. That. Woo! Woo! Please, no faint excitement this morning. Only genuine excitement. Okay. That is why they are technically a legume. Legume. Not a nut. Nuts grow on? Trees. Yes. Great. Playing Yes or BS Peanut Butter Edition, and it is nowhere near as salacious as the music would lead you to believe if you're just tuning in. It takes 540 peanuts to make one 12 ounce jar of Penu Bate or peanut butter. 540? Yes. Does that number check out to you? Is that a yes or BS? I think it's more. Oh my God. Oh, I'm going flute? to say BS. <laughs> Wait a second. Hey, Jim, we're going to give you a flute solo. You good with that? He's going to wait his whole life for that moment. Uh, that is a yes. Oh. Takes 540 peanuts to make one 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. That, according to the National Peanut Board, who in the heck sits on that? Anything labeled peanut butter has to be at least 90% peanuts. Okay. There are 32 cities in these United States with peanut in their name. Do you believe that there are 32 cities in the United States with peanut in their name? Yes or BS? BS. You are correct, Donna. You're on a tear. Oh my gosh, I got the second one wrong, though. Oh, whatever. There are only six. Peanut, California. Hmm. Peanut, Tennessee. So you got to get a touch redundant. Peanut, West Virginia. Hmm. Peanut, Pennsylvania. Hmm. And this is true. And my favorite. Upper Peanut, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and the sixth city, Lower Peanut, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Hmm. And upper frankly, and hmm. that's how they all work, by the way. There's always an upper peanut and a lower peanut, and that's just how it shakes out. Okay. They're all near Pittsburgh, by the way. No way. I lived in Pittsburgh. Mm, I know. Dance. Upper and lower peanut are next to each other. Peanut, Pennsylvania is about 40 miles northeast of them. Why didn't you know this? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I almost wonder if it's not true. Hey, uh, are we at the right place? Oh, no, you're supposed to be in lower peanut. Yeah, this is upper peanut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number four. Yes or BS peanut butter edition. This music is really something. <laughs> Peanut. Here comes the Uh-oh. flute again. Wait. The flautist has entered the room. Ah! Was that Randy Jackson? <laughs> peanut butter was originally sold as a peanut substitute for people with no teeth. Yes or BS? Yes. Yes. A year after it was invented in 1894, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, yes, that Kellogg, tried to market it as a good source of protein for toothless people. Oh, well. And finally, the record for the farthest a peanut has ever been thrown is just over one, 124 feet. Yes or BS? BS. It's, it's farther. a yes. Okay. 124 feet, four inches. That was a guy in the UK who did it in 2008. That's nice. over 30 yards. I'm not listening to you, Steve. Nice crossfade over there, buddy. Ha! <laughs>
That was good. Let's play a game. Radio school. Uh, the school, uh, the College of Peanut Knowledge is coming up next. 651-641-1071. You can call now. Bet on me. Bet on Donna. If you bet on the right person, you win a giant peanut. That is next <laughs> on my talk. You know, these days, it can feel like we're stuck in our houses and looking for a safe escape. Well, good news. The Y is open and safer than ever. They have a helpful tool on their site that tells you how busy each location is, and they do extensive cleaning throughout the day. Plus, you can take virtual Y fitness classes wherever you like. And you can earn a free month if you join by March 18th. Go to ymcanorth.org. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. Well, Nobody guys. to play with us today. Yeah. I know how to do it, guys. You didn't say the number right. We didn't? No. Here, I'll do it. Uh, if you would like to play. Yeah, we got somebody. No, oh. Steve's going to be like 651. It won't even let me type the full thing in. 641. 651 million. 651 million. Caller 1. 651 million. 641,000. Well, hey, we got some there? calls. We got some calls, guys. And we got Steve from Stillwater is joining That's us my today. Boy. What it do, Stevie? How you doing? Oh, uh, pretty good. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Steve, uh, today we're playing the 38th edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Steve won on Friday, and we're at, right now they are at a score of 22 to 15. So oh. Steve's doing pretty well right now. Yeah, yeah Steve. Um, yeah. And we need to have you pick whether you want to play with Donna or Steve. Is it the first today? It is the first, yes. Steve. Let's don't, go with Donna. Steve! Uh, don't even need to know the topic. Steve. I love All right, it. What is the topic, yes, by the way? The topic is Tom Hanks comedy movies. Tom Hanks mm, you comedy chose poorly. movies. All right, okay? All right I'm going to go take my headphones off and I'll wait for a text message, okay? All right. All right, Steve. So you are playing for a My Talk T-shirt, and you know how this works. You're you've been on the show a few times. Just wait till the end. You can assist Donna with any answers she didn't know or any ones that you thought she answered incorrectly. Okay, Steve? Sounds great. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought you meant the other Steve. So. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Donna, you know how this works. We're going to start with the first question, and here we go. In this 1984 comedy, Tom Hanks plays a young man who has just announced to his buddies that he's going to get married, and they decide to throw him an epic celebration. Oh, bachelor party. In this comedy, Tom's character played uh, is named Ray Peterson. Oh, we got to start this. Excuse me. It's played by Ray, Pe- is Ray Peterson, and his neighbors are convinced that he is, is the... Excuse me. Let's just get that going. <laughs> okay. We're going to start this over. In this comedy, Tom's character... Ray Peterson and his neighbors are convinced that the new family on the block are part of a murderous satanic cult. Can't remember. In this movie, Tom plays the role of Jimmy Dugan, a former baseball star that coaches a women's professional baseball team called the Rockford Peaches. That's, uh, there's no crying in baseball. Uh, it's called A League of Their Own. Okay. And the second one was um, Ray Peterson, murderous something something. It's the guy's a musician... Ray Peterson. 
I'm Ray. Um, let's see if Mr. Steve here knows what number two is. Hey, Steve from Stillwater, can you help us out at all? Oh, Donna, is that the burbs? Hmm. I would accept that if you feel good about it. Well, it's not the money pit. And I'm trying to think we're in a neighborhood. He he did. he. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to help. Yeah. No, sorry. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, Steve, Um, you know, Ray Peterson was off his... twice. Ray Let's Pe- go with the burbs. Go with the burbs? Yeah. Okay. Final answer. We're going to stick with that. Donna, do you want to bring Steve back for us? You got something you want to add, Donna, at all? Um, no, just that I'm disappointed in myself. Okay. All right. Hey. Hey, Steve. Hey. Wow. Okay. I ate a banana. You and your bananas. Okay, Steve, here we go. Let's see if I can get this button pushing properly done here. In this 1984 comedy, Tom Hanks plays a young man who just announced to his buddies that he's going to get married, and they decide to throw him an epic celebration. Splash? In this comedy, Tom's character Ray Peterson and his neighbors are convinced that the new family on the block are part of a murderous satanic cult. The Burbs? In this movie, Tom plays the role of Jimmy Dugan, a former baseball star that coaches a women's professional baseball team called the Rockford Peaches. That is, um, oh lord, why is this escaping me? A League of Their Own. Um, okay, I'm going to go The Burbs, A League of Their Own. Uh, I think I'm going to go Splash as that first one. Uh. Splash? Is yeah! the, yes, it is no. not Splash. What the heck was it? The, it's called Bachelor Party. 1984 Bachelor Party. It's not a movie. It wasn't a movie. We were barely even around, so. Donna. There we go. Steve, you're our winner with Donna. Nice job, buddy. Uh, Thank you. And you actually saved her with the burbs there, my friend. That was the big question there. So the second one was the burbs, and Steve came back and saved Donna with the answer for the burbs. And lastly, League of Their Own was Jimmy Dugan. Tom, Tom played Jimmy Dugan. So, Steve, bachelor party. Yeah, dummy. Steve, why didn't you team up with me? You you know that we have a bond, and that bond is our name. But oh, you you missed that one. See, I'm the PH, Steve. Yeah, of course you are. Typical. I know, and (laughs) you missed bachelor party. Classic. You know what the we V's Steve Stevens with a V say about the PHs that they're a bunch of wieners. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. you say you're a bunch of V's. Hey, 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 hey. hey. It's a double entendre. Congratulations, okay. Steve. Nice job, Steve. Thank He's, you. Stay on hold Have for us. Day. I'll get you that My Talk Thanks, t-shirt. Steve. Thank you. Bye, love you. You're my best friend. Donna. He's my best friend. You just met him. <laughs> so? I didn't like that. Uh, I fall hard. Bachelor? <laughs> The bachelor, bachelor Party, bachelor it's a party. really good one. Don't they find a dead body or something? Yeah, it's kind of like, think of like The Hangover for mm-hmm. us, but back in like the 80s. It's kind yeah. of a similar situation. Oh, it's very so funny. like for them. Yeah, for them. Right, 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 right. Right, right, Congratulations, Donna. Super <laughs> proud you. of you. What is it now, 1622? Yes. yes. Ooh, it's getting close. Getting tight. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, all I, I need have... from you is to for you to go on vacation for a week, and I'll Don't... catch right up. That's right. oh, you know what? I just put in for vacation. I'm going to pull that back. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be college of pop culture knowledge dependent on if I take a day or six days. Ooh, mm. we should see where the yeah exactly. Where I need you... the spread to be north of six, or else it's off. <laughs> Sorry, seven. kids.
All right, can I get tipsy? Yes, this? you can. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Rabbiting, rabbiting. Uh, not sure if you've checked your calendar recently, but it is March. March isn't coming soon. It's not going to be March. It's already March. Yes. Today is March. It's March yes, it 1st is. today. Yes. So, uh, coming out of, we had a bit of a whiplash weekend, didn't we? It was beautiful on Saturday. And then Sunday started off, looked like we were inside of a snow globe. And then by the end of the day, it had really warmed up quite nicely. So, what we're going to do is... Uh, tell you some things that you can look forward to in the mar- month of March. It's going to make you feel really happy. Okay. Starting with, no, 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 in the month of March. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. This woman with her razor sharp wit. I tell you what, despite what people say about you. All right. Daylight saving time starts this month. We're going to spring forward on March 14th. So the days are going to start feeling a little bit longer, but like a good kind of long, more daylight. The problem with that is, though, it's going to get dark again in the morning. I know. I hate I like, that. Has it been light in the morning mm. since, like, September? Doesn't it feel like it's been dark like for it... a long time? Yes. I was up at, I think, any time in the 6 o'clock hour just feels like it's real, to get real dark. I don't know. I feel like it's starting to get light. Like, a little <sighs> glimmer of light is coming through my blackout shade. Humble brag. I mean, you could have just said shade um, like the, the rest of us. Level of oh. Wait, no, it's <laughs> actually the fourth level, actually, because I have a basement, basement below the, the basement. basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the first March Madness tournament in two years is going to get started on March 18th. It will run through April 5th. Last year's got canceled because of COVID. That was when I started realizing, oh my gosh, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. This isn't. This isn't just like, hey, stay inside. This is every major thing is closing and closing suddenly. Um, that anyway, one. that's the only time that the March Madness ever got canceled since the tournament started in 1939. Grant, go for Steve. That was the, the first time, too, for me when I realized, like, I hate to say it. I, you know, we had a lot of the warnings okay. prior, but, like, the severity, because I was on vacation. I remember hearing, wow, they canceled March Madness. Like, I know this is getting real. I, well, I, it, I, I it, almost started asking about the... This isn't the NBA. This is college, right? This is college, yeah. And it's the big March Madness tournament where everybody fills out the brackets every year. But last year, when COVID started really becoming a reality for us here in the United States, um, first they had said that March Madness was going to take place without any fans. And we just thought, oh my gosh, what drastic measures they've gone to. But hey, at least we're still going to get March Madness. And then a few days later, the whole shebang was was canceled. Wasn't it the, um, I think it was a game for... The Sacramento, not Sacramento, but Utah Jazz. And who who are they playing? I for no the Utah Jazz were? guy touched the microphone. Ricky, Ricky Gobert. But I'm thinking of the first basketball game, not the Sacramento Kings. Who's the um, Northern California basketball team? The Sacramento Kings, Golden yeah. State Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Remember, they were the first NBA team to cancel a game with no fans, and then yeah. everybody followed suit thereafter. Well, and I remember just as a good example of we all say things believing what we believe in the moment, but often those beliefs change. LeBron James, when first asked about what if the NBA had to switch to uh, games but not in front of any fans he said please i'm not doing it if if it's if there aren't any fans there then i'm not playing that's huh. the thing and then guess what happened <laughs> there weren't any fans he ended up playing and winning a championship right all of our feelings have changed quite a bit throughout the last 11 months mm-hmm. oh my that's gosh true. we're coming up on the one year anniversary mm-hmm. we're like 12 days away from our first broadcast that got really weird yeah you <sighs> the abandoned the ship before then though me yeah yes oh yeah 
shortly after I signed on, as I recall. <laughs> Does that mean coming in? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, oh, I'm going to need to put it in my contract and I can stay home two days a week because I don't want to be like other people and drive. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, now wait a minute. Just so you know, coming up today at 1130, it's a Money Monday. And we're talking about uh, better ways to negotiate your salary mm. at work today. So... Donnie, you might want to listen in at 1130. Okay. Hey. Uh, The Golden Globes were last night, but we still have the Grammy Awards, which are coming in March, two weeks uh, from last night, March 14th, and then the Oscar nominees are going to be announced a day later. So we have some award show fun coming in the month of March. Do you have any desire to watch these award shows when they're like Zoom meetings? You know, the the Academy Awards, yes. The Grammys, frankly, little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Same. The Golden Globes, I did not watch because uh, I was unable to, but I don't think I would have watched. I, I, I would have watched for work, but I don't know that I would have enjoyed it yeah. and wanted to watch it. Yeah. Well, you know what? And kudos again to Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. They did a great. They are. They are so so good. Make them the permanent host for all I. Or just do one year with them, one year with Ricky Gervais, one year with them. Uh, It'd be great. Yeah. Because I do like that Ricky really. I like when he turns the screws on the Hollywood elite, and then they all get so sensitive. (laughs) That is fun. Uh, That's good. He's he's like hosting for the rest of us. All right. uh, Real quick, too. uh, Some big shows coming back this month. The Voice returns tonight. Good Girls this Sunday. The Masked Singer returns next Wednesday. Grey's Anatomy next Thursday. And Keeping Up with the Kardashians uh, comes back on March 18th. Also, the new Godzilla vs. Kong movie hits theaters and HBO Max on March 31st. So All right, that's some, some good stuff. to look forward to, yeah. Yay! Thanks for sharing that, Steve. You're, You're welcome. my best friend. I know. Uh, you watched a movie, an old movie, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not act like I watched a Charlie Chaplin classic. Oh, okay. I was I, thinking it was The Social Network. No, no, no. I watched the documentary oh. that came out in 2020. Yes, I want to hear. The Social Dilemma. Gotcha. I uh, started it and I got too scared. Oh, no. You should watch the whole thing. It's very well done. I had some takeaways. I'll share those with you when we come back. It is the Donna and Steve Show on my talk. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show. What she said. I'm Donna. I'm Steve. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. I'm a little in my feelings today. A little angsty. I watched The Social Dilemma last night. What made you decide to watch that? How dare you? I said to my boo, what you trying to watch? And she said, I'm probably going to fall asleep in a minute. And I was like, all right. So then I started looking for things that I would want to watch. And then I saw The Social Dilemma. And uh, we had both heard good things about it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm plowing on without her. That's happening. And then I just put it on. So mm-hmm. let's, let's see. Let's see what I think. A lack of other, anything else really drawing me to it. 
The Social Dilemma came out in 2020. You might remember shortly after it came out, it's on Netflix. A lot of people started talking about it. And um, in short, it is a documentary of featuring major players in the social network powerhouse. So you have people who were high up executives, some at the president level, um, VP level, really high up in the know mm-hmm. people yep. from Facebook, from Twitter, from Instagram, from Pinterest, all sharing their insights as to what actually has happened with social media. Now, I should say that there is, they referenced that they didn't create it necessarily, the, let's say social networking sites as a whole, to become nefarious or to become these things that you are so deeply addicted to, but they turned into those, and that has to be recognized right. and addressed. Um, a couple of takeaways that I had, and I thought it was really well put together. It's largely standard documentary, and then they do these cutaways to scenes. So there's sort of an acting through line. There's a, a family that you're following along throughout this documentary. So you have normal documentary stuff, and then it goes to this little cutaway of this family kind of putting into practice some of the things that they're talking about in this documentary. And so you see the younger girl who's really addicted to the phone. Then the one of the, the son who says, oh, fine, I could do a, a week without my phone, what that week looks like for him. Um, so th- that was sort of an interesting way to break it up a little bit so it mm-hmm. didn't feel like too much tech babble for 90 minutes. Here's what really stood out to me. If you have ever struggled taking a break from uh, Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, or if you've ever struggled managing your time, setting a time limit and saying, I want to make sure that I don't get lost in the scroll where 20 minutes later, I went to go check my phone for one thing and 20 minutes later, I'm still scrolling mindlessly now at this point. If that has happened to you, and I know it has happened to many people, don't feel bad because it is really, there is a chemical thing that is happening inside of your body, similar to what happens with sugar or with drugs. There is this spike of dopamine and there's this psychological thing that happens, which is they talk about the refresh button. You know, if you pull your screen down and you're on a social networking site, Mm -hmm. your feed will refresh and then might fill in with some new things, depending if people you follow have some new stuff. And so they say that's kind of like a slot machine, hitting that refresh and not knowing if you're going to get something new or if there will be new notifications. So just like people will mindlessly go to a slot machine and just keep hitting the button, hitting the button, hitting the button, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. And then they win something and then they get so excited and that's the thing that carries them through. They forget about all of the nothing, 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 nothing. They just lost 30 bucks. But then whenever they win and it's, hey, I just got $19, they forget about the fact that they've lost $11 mm-hmm. net. And it's just like, oh, I won. Sure. Dopamine release. Yes. And there is this thing on this chemical level that happens. One of the, the former higher-ups at Pinterest, he said, I realized that I was at work all day creating these things, trying to intentionally make it more enticing and more difficult to get away from. And then I would go home and I have these two beautiful kids that I need to go and spend time and they want my love and attention. And I am there thinking I was just checking on one thing and now I'm standing in the pantry mindlessly on my phone. And I'm one of the guys who created this stuff. So you realize how powerful it all is. And it, it just, it's a really, I think it's a a great thing to watch. I know some people say, oh, it's going to freak you out. Um, 
I think it's a really great thing to watch because if nothing else, it will make you more mindful of what's going on. And, you know, as they follow along, as they watch this family, Donna, there's like the kid and then they realize, hey, he hasn't been. They go inside of the brain of like of technology. Yes. And so all they have these three guys, one guy who forms connections, the other guy who is in charge of the advertising and the other guy, I forget what he does, but they're all there inside of the social networking brain saying, all right, how do we get his attention back? He hasn't been near his phone in two days. Oh, look, let's buzz him. Let's buzz him. They buzz and then a notification comes to his phone and then they know who else of his friends he's in close proximity to, maybe even in the same place with. And so then they put that person's pictures up at the top of their feed. They're talking about the algorithm that is that is so advanced, it it plays on you mm-hmm. in ways that you don't even know it will just to entice you to pick it up and engage with it more. A whole separate issue is it telling you or selling you messages that it wants to sell or tell you. But just knowing where you are and how to get your attention and then, hey, he liked that the other day. So which is why we all have a gazillion friends on Facebook and Instagram and only see 20 people's posts because you determine that. You determine that. And you were you were doing these things, and then they just started curating that. And then they took a few of the things that you told them, they being social media, and then they started figuring out ways to curate that so that you get deeper and the hooks get deeper and deeper into Okay, you. so the guys who are now no longer working for Facebook or mm-hmm. whatever, they see this as a bad thing? They see so the social media as now having turned into a really dangerous thing. Okay. Not that it started that way, but it has grown into that. What are the, and there are some good quotes throughout it as well. It's really fun to watch. It, I, I legitimately think that's because it's so well done, uh, but it's on Netflix. But they say everybody thinks about artificial intelligence when it can finally overcome man's strengths and then just be in control, you know, like a rise of the robots. But they say the first thing that happens much earlier and much more imperceptibly is when AI overcomes man's weaknesses, which it has done to us currently. Go look at your phone and how much you use it every week for mm. uh, proof. Interesting. Social Dilemmas on Netflix, hour and 34 minutes. Okay. When we come back, um, let's break down a little bit of the Golden Globes uh, monologue and how uh, Tina and Amy did. We'll get to that. And uh, we'll see if we can squeeze in a little more after that.